January to June, I surpassed last year, like just in the first six months. Probably gonna double or triple what I did last year, which is good. So this is definitely gonna be my highest year coming out and probably top three in the company. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Peckford here. Today on the show, I have Rob Townsley. Rob is a mortgage broker and financial planner and came into our coaching program about eight, nine months ago. And he'd said to me, you know, when I first came to you, I was kind of considering maybe just focusing on financial planning and winding on the mortgage business but he got a renewed sense of how to grow his business and a new focus. And now his business has exploded. He's doing way more revenue from his mortgage side. And one of the things that really makes Rob stand out is he's really become like a coach to his realtor partners. So he's going to talk about some things. So some of you may be like, man, I can't do all the things Rob can do. And probably you can't, but becoming a mentor, trusted advisor to your realtor partners is a very good way for you to generate referrals and Rob has mastered it. So I think there's still some ton of value in this conversation. Also, if you're looking at how do I pitch realtors, how do I get them to refer me? I know some realtors, they don't send me very much. Or if I meet a realtor, how do I get them to refer? We have a workshop called the Perfect Realtor Pitch. You can check that out at perfectrealtorpitch.com and find out how we can show you a simple method for converting these new strangers into referral partners and friends into really good referral partners. And it's very simple to do. And it's worked in every market that we've tried it in. So you can check out perfectrealtorpitch.com to check that out. That's perfectrealtorpitch.com and check out this interview with Rob. I think you're going to love it. Rob, welcome to the show, buddy. So we're doing I Love Mortgage Brokering live and I got my friend Rob Townsley. And so Rob, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is exciting. So like I said, I'm finally in the hot seat for a change. I'm using the one asked. The- I see you doing a lot of like video stuff and Zoom stuff. And so now this is a chance to turn the table on you a little bit and ask you some questions. And so a topic that we're going to talk about in particular is just how you have really done a great job of becoming like a coach, a mentor to your realtors. And they come to you and it's not a relationship of like you going to them, please, sir, give me a handout. It's completely flipped right? Yeah. They're like, Rob, what do I do next? Which makes it a lot of fun. And so we're going to talk about that. But we'll, before we get to that, let's talk about how you got into the mortgage business. Because I like to find your story first, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty details. So that's kind of a little funny story. But so what most guys probably don't know is I'm also a financial planner. So I've been doing that for even 10 years before I got into the mortgages. And I had a client that was looking to get a mortgage. I'm going to tell you what bank. I went into the bank and that bank tried to what tie color sell them. was their logo? <laughs> yeah, nice red one. We'll just say that one. Okay, okay. Keep going. So they tried to take the business away from me on the investment side and basically said, hey, you can have this rate if you move your investments over or we'll give you this rate if you leave them where they are. So I said, okay, well, that's not happening. So I actually went into the bank with the client and said, okay, I want you to repeat what you just said. So that didn't go over well. And then I took them over to a mortgage broker, got them a better rate, better deal, got to keep my investments. And I said, you know what? I'm getting into this business because... Okay, hold on. So you went into the bank with your client as a financial advisor and said, okay, tell me what you, and what did they say to you? Well, you don't quite do it that way. So today you would walk in with a phone and you hit the record, but I had one of those little microphone things to put it on the table and he just wouldn't give him the same offer anymore because he knew he was in the wrong, but I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to work. Then. Oh, so you went in there with the idea that, so you set up a second meeting. Luckily mm-hmm. you've got a great relationship with your client because otherwise the client could just bugger off. Good yeah. relationship. You said, let's go in. I got to get this on recording because why did you ask him that? Well, because I know tide selling and how it works and that's how banks tend to do it. They want to, hey, I'm going to give you a better rate. Give me your investments. More volume, the more pieces they can get, the stronger for right. them. And that's 
like I said, wasn't going to happen. So I said, okay, you know, maybe I need to start getting into these pieces and get into the mortgage side of it. And my wife's had her license. I got my license and we've been in this business for a long time. Right. Right. Okay. That's a really interesting. So that's what led you in. It was basically like defense. So you're playing defense on your financial planning clients. You're like, well, hold on, I'll take care of this. And we'll dive into that in some more. So before we dive into the rest of your story though, so what's a quote? I love quotes. They're portable. They're memorable. So what's a quote that has had a big impact on your life or business? I'm going to tell you that straight up, I do not have a quote for the business. Like, I, I've been thinking about things. I remember my dad. I see quit. one behind you, Rob. You don't lie to me, man. There's one on the wall. says work hard. And what is that? Which one? The, the one on the left. There's a little gold. What are you looking? Oh, work. I don't even know what that said. So you have it in your office. You don't even know what it is. Work hard, stay humble. That's been up there for a long time. So, right. but yeah, you can go through it. So I got lots of quotes, but my dad always said, you'll make money for other people. You never make it for yourself. And I thought, you know what? That's great. I'm going to prove him wrong. So, Well, his quote was what? You make money for other people, you won't make money. Why would he say that? Because he always said he worked hard, but I never worked hard earning the money. So this way, I actually do because if I make other people money, I'm making myself money too. So it's just sort of the way. I see. So what about failure? So we know that like, obviously failure happens when you're a business owner and as a mortgage broker, financial planner. So what's something that you failed at, but now looking back, there would have been less in it for you. You know what? And I say this to all my realtors too, the ones that I teach and coach. There's one thing I could take back as far as a failure is I wish I'd started my database from day one, right? Like if I look back, like I'd probably have a database of 10, 20,000 people at this point. And you know what? We did it through Rolodex and everything else back then, but I never actually kept those names, never seen the importance of it, never seen how much of an impact that could have on the business down the road. Right. But yeah, anybody ever listening out there, do your database, get in the habit of it right from the beginning. Every name, every phone number, put it in there. What do you use now? What tools do you use to manage this better? I've been getting better and even myself, it's starting to get better. But MailChimp now is one of the biggest things we use. So we do use that as our database. I've got spreadsheets now to try to keep track of clients that are coming in as referrals. So just little things like that. But like I said, I wish I did it right from the beginning because I'd be way further ahead for sure. Right. Okay. So let's talk about this whole concept of how you become a coach. So how did you get into becoming a coach? Where did you get the idea and how did you morph into becoming a coach for your realtors? This idea came from you. It was one of the very first meetings we actually sat into that I listened on to the Zoom and you basically came out and said, where do you want to be? Do you want to be the guy that's big in the business, begging for it every day? Do you want to be an equal to your realtor or do you want to be the teacher or the coach? And I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to be equal. I want to be the teacher and the coach because that's something I'm good at doing. So why not do it that way? And I'll say right up front, I guess the mindset was another big thing too. You have to change your attitude. You have to change your mindset. What what do you think had to change your mindset? We'll talk about the technical part of it, but what had to change your mindset for you to be able to shift to becoming the coach for your realtor partners? I'll tell you, as soon as after that class, I started reading like books about real estate and how to sell it and things to look for so I could bring it forward. I did meet a great realtor partner. There's no doubt about that. That definitely helped me step up my game in that regard so I could try a lot of these things and that ended up being very successful. So you definitely, like I said, the mindset was one of the biggest things because when I originally came in here, I was at the point of almost giving up on the business. A lot of people don't realize that. Like I had some really good years, but I was just getting fed up with the new generation coming in and Really, it's just new business. You just have to think of it different, right? So it does make an impact. And I thank you guys for that because that's really what happened over the first couple of months was... Right. So you did a shift from... You were considering just sticking to financial planning. Is that what you were... Or maybe even just retiring right out. Like it's... Right. Okay. So you were like, throw the pin on all of it. Yeah. Pull the pin on all of it. Okay. All right. So then first step was you started to really understand how realtors... So you started... You did some studying on 
things for realtors, so like sales and stuff, then what was the first thing that you tried in order to become where they started to look at you as a coach? So the open houses was the big thing. One of the things you guys always encouraged was doing the drop-off bags. And so I took it one step further and said, okay, you know what? Why not just book with the rear and say, hey, how would you like a buddy in there? Do you really want to do an open house alone? You know, I'm there for your protection. Also, it's better to have two people. And just by doing that, it gave me the opportunity to also meet up with clients coming in the door. Over the course of the first probably three, four open houses, I was able to pick up a deal, which in turn, I was able to refer to that real estate agent. So it ended up, they're excited now. It's like, hey, you just got me a deal. Yeah, you can come here every week. I'm doing an open house now. So I've always had the sales. It was just a matter of how to talk to them, right? Right. You probably don't do open houses now, right? Not now, unfortunately. So we had to be more creative. But right. Okay. okay. So you told me a story once about you were at an open house and in comes the neighbor to look mm-hmm. at, because this happens. You do an open house, neighbors, like the guy next door puts up his house for sale. I want to go look at it. I'm not going to buy it. So tell me about how you got a deal from the neighbor. Yeah, they just walked in the house. We had the conversation. We knew they weren't up to buy the house because, like I said, they were neighbors checking out the area. So the one main question we come out and ask is, hey, well, you know what? If I could show you how to pay off your mortgage in 10 years, would you be interested? So we sat down with them there just briefly, and then they left. And then about a half an hour later, we got the phone call. So we drove over to the house. Well, much of a drive over, walk over to the house, and next thing they know, they're buying a rental property one week later. And that came from also the agent at the open house. So she picked up another deal. And Right. Was there a refi there too or just a purchase? There was also a refi there too. Yeah. So you did a refi and a purchase sitting at an open house, talking to the neighbor about a house she had no intention of buying. Yeah. So I can imagine if I'm the real estate agent, I'm sitting there, is you're like the value that you bring to that whole relationship is like, okay, what other ideas do you have, Rob? What else should we do? So then what other kind of things have you had success with when it comes to partnering with real estate agents? So, well, we've started doing a lot of different things. So I know I don't go after the big fish. I go after the smaller ones, the ones that are trying to learn the business. The ambitious more- smaller ones, right? Yeah. Like that's one thing I've noticed about you. You seem to be going after people that have a lot of drive. And so not just the part-timer or whatever playing at it. Yeah. A lot of these ones are especially young. They're only one, two years into the business. And I hope some of you are listening out there, but they don't have the experience. They don't have the training. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to put in an open house. So now after going through a lot of these things, I've picked up a lot of the material that successful agents are using and then bringing that forward to them. Not to mention the first time home buyers plan, you know, about that that we started, we had a lot of success with that through social media and the wealth building has just kind of built off of that, which has been fantastic. So a lot of these tools we keep bringing in. And then I also started an online teaching with some realtors. So they jump in twice a week. I put out a little course of what, this is how you talk to a first time home buyer. This is how you do wealth. This is how you do well, anything. Right. How many realtors are you currently coaching right now? With that? There's about 12 or 13 on there. And then every day I'm also on the phone with a realtor. So right. I do a half hour Zoom call with every realtor. And this has been the biggest success because I'm going to start doing Every day you talk to every realtor for 30 minutes or is it 30 minutes? Like, what is that? Just so I'm clear. Depends on where they're at in their stage. So if they've been in the business for quite a while, they don't need as much coaching. So I'm probably on with them maybe twice a week. If they're new, I'm on with them every half an hour every day. So I schedule out between 9 and 11 just to do those realtor Zoom meetings. And the great thing with me is I know exactly where the business is at. Who are you seeing? What's on schedule for the week? They're saying to you, hey, Rob, I've got this listing appointment. I got these buyers coming in. Mm -hmm. And then, because you've mentioned this to me before too. So you're actually like they're giving you a list of who they're going to call and stuff, right? Like that's how deep this coaching goes. It's not just, hey, I've got some ideas for you. You're actually like going deep with this. Yeah. And if I can show them a way to approach it, how to do the email, how to do the call, and also how to get me in the door. So it's 
like every client that's a buyer is probably going to come to me. At least 99% of them are because I know all the activity that's going through. So it's fantastic. And then by that, we can do webinars, we can do other things, help create them business. But then again, comes back to me to create business for myself. Right. And they're all aware of that. That's a pretty upfront. Like I'm doing this for a reason. You're going to get business, but so am I. So I'm here for that purpose. So you both win. Yeah. And what has this done to your pipeline? What has it done to your business? Well, the pipeline's now even starting to explode even more because more realtors want to get involved. So that's yeah. one thing. So we're seeing the activity of other realtors. Okay, well, the one I was working with before. So she's up to, I think, 140K now for the year. Right. And she's a pretty her, new real estate agent too, right? She only started last year. So her production has gone quite a bit. So she's managed, in the last 12 months, I've probably given away about 15 referrals. Or you guys help create 15 referrals because you do different strategies, right? Well, created through different strategies. And through like first-time buyer stuff. And so you're creating these opportunities that she's doing real estate and you're doing mortgages. That's right. So, right. and we're always looking for creative ways we can try to do something different. Very, very competitive area we're in. There's tons of real estate agents, tons of mortgage brokers. So you have to be one step ahead of the rest, right? Yeah. You probably even know that just from the program. There's quite a few just from that area just here, right? Right. So, okay. So then in terms of your production this year over last year, how just if you don't mind, what does that kind of look like? What is it done by focusing on being a coach for agents versus what you're doing before? Yeah. Well, January to June, I surpassed last year, like just in the first six months, probably going to double or triple what I did last year, which is good. So this is definitely going to be my highest year coming out and probably top three in the company, I would imagine. Right. That's awesome, man. That's very good. Okay. So then what other things have you had success with? I know there was another campaign that you did with the Love 19 campaign. So this was the one whole list building. Tell me about that campaign and what kind of response you guys got. So that was good. So I did that with two amazing realtors and they're both even continuing right out now. So we're hoping to go up and see businesses. But I think the key, and this is one thing I think if you're a mortgage broker out there, you got to understand you need to sit in the background and put the realtor in the front. And that's where we had such success with it was those realtors were the ones that promoted it put it out there. We shared the database. I think in total between the two, I think there was close to 900 to 1,000. I just looked, 979 is what you guys added. So this is always love about you, Rob. We came to with this idea like, hey, this is Love 19. It's going to be great. Da, da, da. And you were immediately like, I'm going to get them. I'm not doing the work. Like It was like, no. not in a like, hey, I'm better than. It was that you're actually better suited for this than me. And so if I let you take the reins on this and I just help with on the back end piece, we're both going to have a benefit, right? Mm-hmm. So... And has it spun off? I don't know the answer to this question, but has it spun off into any opportunities or what has been the spinoff of doing that campaign with your realtor partners? Well, the realtor partners are definitely stronger. There's no question about that. Have we got activity out of it yet? Believe it or not, both of them are so busy right now. Neither one of them have actually had the chance to utilize the database. So I'm working on that with one of them now because I said, you know, we did this for a reason. So now let's, let's continue to this list that we built. Right. Yeah, to this list. So that's actually next up. So hopefully in the next week or two, that will be going out. We've been doing some videos to record to put out to the database. And the other one, we're actually going to go to businesses and volunteer work and things again to get the name out. But both of them have had a lot of business. It's hard to say where the business came from that, but just the exposure. And some of them got media attention as well, right? Yeah. And one definitely got media attention from it too, which was fantastic. It all helps, right? It makes you stand out. Okay, so then in terms of your sales process, what is something you've changed? So it sounds like what you do different than most people is like at nine o'clock, most people are calling realtors or they're doing their realtor calls or whatever. And instead you're doing coaching. You're basically coaching a dozen real estate agents. And what percentage of your business right now comes from your agents? Would you uh, say? Probably easily now 70, 80%. Right. 
right? Yeah, easily at this point. What's a change that you've made to your sales process though? So in order to make all this happen, because I got to imagine the volumes doubled or maybe tripled this year. How are you keeping all this and keeping your hair? Like what have you done there? Keeping my hair, you're right. So I'm going gray. Definitely number one, hired an assistant and I hired a social media. So there's two people we brought in. So the social media was first. Should have brought the assistant in first, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> but the assistant is that like a licensed assistant or unlicensed or what do they do? So she's unlicensed. Both of them actually, ironically, were both clients. So yeah. we ended up meeting and doing a mortgage for her or financial planning for her. But the one actually had experience in the financial sector. And I said, okay, you know what? I know you're looking for a job. Come in. And now she's here. So she just bought a house literally five minutes from me. Comes in every morning. She does the paperwork and gets it off my desk. And believe it or not, that's the biggest thing. I wish I'd done that 10 years ago because I'd probably be getting further ahead. But it lets you focus on the training, the videos, the social media, and just sort of directing it. And I have to admit, even still standing back, I have my hands a little bit in the paperwork, see what's going on. But she gets it all out the door. And once I've done the file, submitted it, it really just gets handed off to her and then she runs with it from there. Right. Okay. What would you say is your biggest takeaway from being part of our 10 loans a month program? Going back, it's still the mindset. There's no question about that. That's number one. If, right. if you the right mindset, you're not going to go through it. And that changed my life in a lot of other ways. People don't realize like it's not just the business. The first three, four months was more of a personal journey of I got into trying to lose weight and I did a lot of that stuff I did achieve. I didn't have business goals. I had personal, personal goals. goals. Right. Once that was established, it was like, you know what, now I can focus on the business. I have the energy and right. you know what I'm doing and you take away different things from it. And that was definitely the life changer for sure. Well, the thing I've always admired about you is that you're very innovative. Like you'll take like whatever the idea is, it's like, okay, here's the plan. And it's like, oh, but then Rob's got his own like version. It's like version Rob 0.0, which is great because that's one of the things I love about our program is smart people. You give them good ideas and they just come out with like their own sort of expression of that. And you seem to be totally living that. And mindset is too. So most people don't think, they think mindset's kind of like fruit. I used to think it was fruit fruit. Like I was like, oh, mindset, mindset. Just give me the strategy. Give me the tact. But if you don't have the mindset right, none of that stuff matters. Like None of it works. Yeah. And I I was the same way 20 years ago. Like mindset's not new. No. (laughs) We didn't invent it. It's not like we're like, oh, guess what? We got this big discovery. It's like, no, no, this has been around for thousands of years. We're just ignoring it. Right. Yeah. And this is one thing I did find with mindset is when you go in, and you talk to a realtor, almost all real estate agents use mindset. Like it's funny at one form or another. So when you start talking in their language a little bit, they do click in and it's a little bit better, right? Right. So you've got that automatic connection right away and it works well. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to wrap some rapid fire questions. What's one thing holding back most mortgage brokers from being successful? Well, you know what? It has been my issue, but I think it's picking up the phone. I think that's always been number one. You got to make the phone calls. You got to get out there. You got to talk, right? Don't get boggled down in paperwork. So so have you always been comfortable picking up the phone or is that something that you've developed over time? You know, it's something I've always been comfortable with. I've always had to do it. Even in the financial planning side, you have to do it or you're not going to survive. So we did the cold calling when you started out. We did the door knocking. We get that out of the way. A phone just doesn't bother you after that. It's not a, yeah, it's no big deal. Okay. So aside from that, what's one other habit you think that's made you successful? You're talking about over the last 10 years or just yeah, the, last? In the last little, I'd say sooner than last 10 years. Cause you know, the Blackberry is not going to be that. Anymore. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, something more current. I definitely step back from the business and let other people do it. And by right. doing that, it's given me a chance to actually go out and now promote, speak, talk to other people. It's given me the opportunity to clear my head is really what right. it's done. Give me some space. Right. Okay. So what about if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? So actually, it's a good question. So I picked up one about two months ago. It's called the one thing. 
Yeah. And it's actually written by the Keller Williams owner. So yeah, it's a great book. And fantastic book. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me a lot of the things I did last year that you guys talked about and sort of brings it back to the table. And right. now I'm trying to implement that stuff again, like just to, to get it working, like the time slotting and everything else. Fantastic book though. If you want to get organized and get your goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. So last question this is a hundred thousand dollar question. If I wrote you a check for hundred K, I'm like, here you go, Rob, hundred thousand bucks. There's a string attached and the string is, is you have got to invest it somehow in your business. What would you do with it? Oh, I'd have to invest it in the business. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, don't see that when I say the question, you're like, okay. So yeah, you're just like, okay, I'm going to buy a pool. No, no, not a pool. No, it's like, no, probably more into the technology. Yeah. Like what specifically do you see on the horizon that you'd like to invest more in, in terms of technology? Because we do a lot of videos, so I would like to get something that's up. Like, I'm still in the chair. I want to be standing up, show the energy. Right. I see what you're saying. So, like, maybe a better setup for, like, lights and all that stuff. Exactly. And a lot of us have had that same issue. Like, even the Zoom, it always staggers. We get the bad connections. But, yeah, if I could have a studio room where we could actually properly record, put it out, do the right webinars, do the right Zooms, do the right everything, that would probably be where I'd put that money into. Yes. The grand, but... If you spend a hundred grand on that, dude, you've gone way too far. Like, I'm recording for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be crazy. But there's actually a friend of mine has a course called Click Go Live and I'm going to send you a link to it. And so it's really short. He's a video expert and you got to check it out. I went through it. It's like 37 bucks and it's flipping awesome. So I may get him on the show at some point to talk about using video with mortgage brokers. But I went through, I was like, this stuff is pure gold. So I'll send it to you. And he talks about some of the technical pieces, but also how to do this stuff well. Okay, so where can people find you online? Where could people find me online? Well, I do have a website. So it's robtownsley.ca. Just put in Rob Townsley. You'll click on the website. This goes to show you how often I use that. There's my technology I need the hundred grand for. But exactly. <laughs> it's pretty easy. But that's easy. Our Facebook, Instagram. Other right. than that, pretty straightforward. Just click in the name. It's there. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time to share with us. If they can get the one takeaway from this conversation is that don't think of yourself as subordinate to your real estate partners. Even think of yourself at least as a partner or as a mentor coach. And that's always been my model when I was meeting with real estate agents. It was always mentoring. It was like, they would come to me, what's the plan, Scott? And it completely changes the dynamic of the relationship. You are not looking for handouts. You're actually helping them and Mm -hmm. guiding them. And in your case, you've taken it to like, hey, who are you phoning today? Give me your list. I'm like, I never got that deep in it, but like, that's crazy. And I can see how it's impacting those realtor businesses. They're all rising, but you're rising with it because there's nothing they're doing that you don't know about. Yeah. And it's accountability on both sides because I get them the next day. How did that phone call work out? Right. And it's like, Oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah there, there's no hiding. It's not like, Oh, all my buyers are cash. It's like, no, you can't tell me that. Cause you're really all these people. So anyway, yeah. I think it's a very interesting model and thanks so much for coming on the show today. No, oh, no problem. Appreciate it. It was great. 